the mile rate. Thanks to Australasia's best harness action at thetrots.com.au, where you can watch every race live and free on Trots Vision. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the uh, mile rate. Uh, to wrap up an amazing program at Bendigo last night and to think that's just the entree and we've got the main course next week. Um, there was uh, plenty of drama through the night. There was plenty of quality, a lo- so much class um, and, uh, and entertainment. But the last race, there was a problem with, uh, with the, uh, the photo finish and it took up to about 35 or 40 minutes for the uh, result to be known. Um, so by the time the result of the last race came through, it was well after 11 o'clock. Rob Orber joins me this morning as he does every morning on the mile rate. First of all, uh, good morning uh, to you, Rob. And uh, of all the, the the Saturdays through the course of the year, we lose 45 minutes or so because of the delay. We also lost an hour with the clocks going forward uh, due to daylight savings. As I said, it was a very entertaining night last night at Bendigo. We had it all. It certainly was. It was a fantastic night uh, racing. Uh, Danny, of course, with the three heats of the Victoria Derby, we saw some really emerging three-year-olds, in particular Act Now appears to have taken the next step, having uh, been a runner-up in the Breeders' Crown uh, two-year-old final behind Major Moth. He missed the Vic Bread final, but he's come back as a three-year-old. He's really put his hand up for this uh, Victoria Derby final, no question about that. We saw the two heats of the Oaks. We saw, uh, uh, obviously, uh, Ladies in Red continue her dominance. Beach Music seems to be the emerging challenger, which is obviously the stable mate and... Uh, owned by the insane connections and unfortunately tough tilly uh, putting in uh, a really uh, well below par performance last night and uh, then we saw the uh, smoking up sprint with bulletproof boy uh, continuing to uh, uh, i suppose stamp his mark that he's uh, a horse to be taken serious yeah absolutely and that's the first race we're going to have a look at is the tab smoking up sprint previous years uh, the horse that wins the race uh, would be guaranteed of getting a start but uh, that's not the case this year and that's the, the uh, smoking up sprint and bulletproof boy was not among the 24 horses nominated uh, for the victoria cup when those nominations closed on friday but this is the way he did it with uh, his trainer driver scott ewan race seven bendigo tab smoking up sprint Torrid Saints the leader, 28 seconds, third quarter. It's Torrid Saint in front. Bulletproof boys are waiting on the run. Outside the leader was better be the bomb. Malcolm's Rhythms now under pressure. Then Major Roll, Diamonds and Cash. Turning for home and it's Torrid Saint leading the way from better be the bomb. Bulletproof boys coming through. It's Torrid Saint, Bulletproof boy. Out wide of better be the bomb. Bulletproof boy coming through. Bulletproof boy hit the lead. Bulletproof boy has won it from a photo. Torrid Saint and Tango Tara flew out wide yeah definitely like you know i think i said to you like you said once before um he can sit on pretty much i believe any tempo and if he has a bit of luck and um yeah and, and he proved that at ballarat he can run that 26 quarter so um yeah no i've got a lot of faith in the horse let's just assume that you're in the victoria cup Where... I don't know, uh, we better find out if he's nom because i'm not sure he has well, no, no he's not no you're not okay well my question, I might need a moment, Jace, to think of another well, question, no, no, sorry. No, I, 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 you weren't to know. I, was, I wouldn't know otherwise. No. But that made me think that this was his grand final, Kirsten. Yep. So, like, is, was that the attitude you came in with tonight? Like, this is, this is the big go. We really want to win this race because we're not going around next week. Correct. Because, um, end of the day, he's been racing week in, week out. Yeah. Um, I give him a big chance when he drew one in this. Um, I didn't want to go. I mean, you know yourself, you know, that, that's going to be a top-class field. Uh, I said to the owners, look, we can go around and get our two or 3,000. We'll probably get a run in it. Um, and Or the second race is worth 30,000. He could probably nearly 
bit more of a certainty to pick, well, not a certainty, but a good chance of picking up sixteen or mm. 17,000. You know? That was trainer driver Scott Ewan of Bulletproof Boy. So, Robert, he's not in the uh, Victoria Cup nominations, but second and third, Torrid Saint and Tango Tara are nominated, and so too better be the bomb who ran fifth. And so too is Max Delight, who had a little bit of a, a, a problem uh, and it just depends on whether or not they're able to get a vet clearance within seven days. He's also amongst the nominations, Max Delight, who didn't take his place last night. So that field still to take shape. Uh, it will be known uh, tomorrow, the lineup of next week's uh, Victoria Cup. Yeah, very good performance by Bulletproof Boy. And it's a real credit to uh, trainer and driver Scott Ewan. He's managed uh, his horse so well and uh, he's just continued to... Uh, I suppose challenge him at this level and he's really continued to season over the last 12 to 18 months to, to really, I suppose, put his hand up to say with the right run. And as Scott mentioned, uh, one thing about Bulletproof Boy, if he's in the right spot and gets the right trip, he's got that very sharp dash and he was able to kick through along the inside. Torrid saying he led in the race, was very brave in defeat. Terrific run by Tango Tara, who was a mile back uh, flying home. They went a mile out of 150. 27-9, last two quarters, 28-1 and 27-8. And Torrid Saint, uh, sorry, Tango Tara having come back from back in the field to, to savage the line. Major Roll continues to race well. Love the run of Better Be the Bomb. He was exposed and really fought on really strongly, so he's going really well, the horse. And, yeah, well, with Max Delight, obviously, with the seven-day uh, vet uh, clearance, um, it'll be interesting to see whether uh, he'll be right to, to race next week, Dan. Yeah, that's right. So that field to be announced tomorrow uh, from uh, the Harness Race of Victoria for next week's Victoria Cup to be run at Bendigo. Rob, we'll look at the Derby heats. The first heat of the Derby was taken out by Blitzen, who's uh, building up uh, a picket fence of his own, taking out race three. As they head off the back straight in 28.5, American Dealer drew to the lead from Bondi Lockdown. Blitzen's into the clear. It's American Dealer. Blitzen's running a big race on the outside. American Dealer and Blitzen. American Dealer. Blitzen's got him now. Blitzen goes to the front end. Blitzen wins it. Blitzen beat American Dealer. Third place, Bondi Lockdown. And Tuppen's got through. Yeah, we still a colt, um, and he's just absolutely full of himself. He's just a little horse that... You know, the, the harder you pull against him, the more he wants to wants to do it. And those runs, even though he had to, he was chaired up and had to do it real tough. He um, he absolutely loved it, and he loves doing it the the gritty type way. And and that's exactly how he went tonight, and and still felt uh, felt amazing. That was Bailey McDonough, son of Alan McDonough, the trainer. Very emotional, Alan McDonough, after the race, and rightly so. Alan uh, is also foreman for the uh, Stuart and Tonkin camp, so they've got a very strong hand in the race uh, next week. A lot was happening through the course of that race. Uh, I mentioned through it, uh, it was almost comical. There were Bondi Lockdown's performance, Rob, was unbelievable. You, you can talk through it, but to, to end up running third after what happened was extraordinary, uh, but there was a lot going on. It was uh, a very busy race, wasn't it, Danny? Uh, and certainly uh, looking at the runs in the race, there were some massive runs. I mean, Bondi Lockdown, as you mentioned, tried to... Uh, uh, well, firstly, he got uh, checked at the start when uh, Go Dancing uh, broke off the front row, which came back and interfered with Bondi Lockdown. And then, obviously, there was a, uh, a very strong tactical um, race happening with the two drivers, Anthony Buckner and Dunn. Obviously, Anthony, very mindful of Bondi Lockdown. He made his move before Bondi Lockdown, and when Bondi Lockdown came around three wide to get the breeze, well, uh, Anthony Buck kicked up and, and held him out there for uh, 
for a fair, fair part of the race, which uh, made him work uh, even additionally hard. And it was a, a really tactical race. And Blitzern, who just enjoyed a really nice trip behind the leader, um, he was on the back of Soho Bollinger, and uh, he was able to peel off an American dealer uh, surged up to Bondi Lockdown, went past it, and then uh, we saw the uh, the fast finishing Blitzen who had the cold sit on him. And it's a real big credit to Alan McDonough, as we know, we've known Alan for a, a long time. And, you know, he's obviously also faced his own challenges throughout his uh, career. And to be able to put his hands on and train this horse, Blitzen, he's uh, done an amazing job with him. And he's really emerged as a horse. He, he was probably always struggled a little bit over that middle distance. He was more, you know, probably more of a a sit and sprint short course horse. He sort of strengthened up, got to the middle distance. And I suppose the 2650 was always going to test him, but he, he ran it out really strongly. It was a terrific run and, and well done. And, and to his son, Bailey McDonough, hasn't he really emerged as a young talent? Terrific uh, performance and a big thrill for the whole family, I'm sure. American and who... Sorry? I was going to say they'll get their chance in the Derby final next week, which will be terrific for them. But American Dealer, he was good. There's a few drivers there. I think they wish they had that over again. I think Anthony Budd even admitted that he was more intent on, on trying to beat Bondi Lockdown in the end. So um, he'll he'll be better for the run. Yeah, look, I think I pointed that out last week. I, I thought he was still my Derby pick. And even though this is a cracking field, I'm just going to stick with him. I, I still believe he, he can win the Derby American Dealer. I thought his run last night was outstanding. He'll only improve again. Uh, Bondi lockdown was just amazing performance considering all the adversities. Alan Dunn's doing a terrific job with him. And Tuppence and, and October Rain ran nice races as well. Uh, but look, all, all honours to Blitzen last night. Uh, an American deal of Bondi lockdown. I'm sure they've lost no admirers going into the derby. 157.2 was the mile rate. In the second heat of the derby, Major Moth uh, was able to dominate. He got an easy run in front, a mile rate of two minutes point one. He was the dollar twenty favourite, and he had another gear when they come to the turn. And it's Major Moth being roused up. Yambucky and under pressure. Ideal Dan runs a race. E. Kimball still going well and about to wind up. In the straight, it's Major Moth from Kimball. The spreader's on now, though. And Major Moth finds. He finds like a good horse, and he's coming away. Major Moth wins it from Kimball. Yambucky and all Ideal Dan. There's nothing in it for third and fourth. Uh, they were... Yeah, that's right. He's a lot sharper tonight, um... Um, we weren't 100% happy with him last week. Um, Clayton's or Emma's changed changed a couple of things with his shoe and his gear, and he felt a lot a lot better horse tonight. We sort of sometimes forget, I think, Damien, that you know he has run some really nice races against some really nice horses. I mean, he ran third um, last year in the Vic Bread behind Kimball and Idyllic. He's a former Breeders' Crown champion. Like, there's obviously an element of depth to him, but. I really found that last 100 metres pretty impressive and you sort of kept rousing him a little bit after the line as well. You know, how many gears does he sort of have? Well, that's right. Um, he sort of seems to knock off a little bit in front or when he hits the front, so I did try to keep him going a little bit further than I would normally, but um, he just, like every time you ask him, when he's got an easy cold run, he's got the, that high speed and um, it just when you've got that high speed, well, you just you can sit off anything. Damien Wilson there, the winning driver, the, the winner trained by Emma Stewart, and the question coming from Kirsten Graham, who was uh, co-hosting with Jason Bonington on Trot's Vision last night. So he's one of the major players, and uh, he, he was terrific, Rob, Major Moth. Yeah, well, yeah, look, he just got the job done. He did what he had to do. My rate of two minutes, point one. 
didn't go hard in that mid, mid part of the race. It was a sprint home, 27.9 and 26.6 last uh, 800 metres, which really gave nothing back in the field much of a chance. Kimball sat behind the lead, enjoyed a good trip, battled on really strongly. Ideal Dan and Buckingham were both good, uh, finishing third and fourth respectively. But uh, look, Major Moff, he's, uh, he's already stamped himself as a, as a serious contender. No reason why he won't be very hard to beat in the derby. He'll relish the 26. 50 and it's going to be a very, very tactical race and some very talented horses. 13 of the Lather Up Victoria Derby. Lather Up is a, a stallion from the uh, Woodland Stud lineup, but standing actually at Lower Long Farms. And the third heat of the Derby, and gee, Act Now was absolutely outstanding. And the leader is the favourite, Act Now. Got away from Sugar Me, Seb's Choice, the inside. Uh, they come into the straight, though, and it's the favourite, Act Now, nicely clear. Longfellow giving chase and then battling on Seb's Choice. But they're going to be in a different postcode by the time they get to the line. Act Now is a really emerging star. And Act Now's charged away and wins it by 10. Some good runs in defeat from better eclipses come from just about last in the run. They might have nailed second. From Rock and Roll Do, Longfellow was a good run. Well, if he was a man, I'd be looking at him too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, amazing win. Great drive from you. Um, you did mention last win, uh, post the last win that you felt that he'd be just as good off the speed, but there's something about him. When he's out there and he's free rolling, he's he's in the zone, isn't he? Yeah, he is, um, Jace. but don't discount him if he's back in the field and he gets a trail up because I reckon he'll go whoosh. <laughs> he's so... He's he's so used to being the bridesmaid, I think, Jody. Like last season, he was running second in all the Group Ones. He ran second to Major Moth. Uh, he ran second in the APG earlier this year to um, Tasty Delight. Is he ready to be the bride now? I hope so. Um, look, Emma and Clayton have just been wrapped with him this time in, and they said he trained on from his last win. And I got to say, I didn't turn my stick last start, and nor did I tonight. But I didn't even pull the plugs tonight. And mm. every time a horse came around and said outside him, he wanted to get rolling, and I was trying just to cuddle him and steady him because you don't want him pulling. There's as Clayton said, so there's sort of a fine line between him travelling and pulling. And if he does get pulling, you're better off to go with him than against him. Yeah, look, he, he was outstanding, Rob. As Jody said, she didn't pull the plugs. She ha- didn't have to turn the whip, and he's run a 157-mile rate and uh, running home his last two quarters in 27.9 and 27.6. I don't think you can do much better than that. No, I know. Uh, you're pretty pushing pretty strongly for him to take out this derby next week, Dan. And, look, he's, uh, he's peaked at the right time. There's no question about that. When you're looking at uh, a horse where all the stars seem to be aligning, it certainly is are aligning for act now. I mean, he can't do any more than what he's done. He looks a, a real major player next week. 157.5 mile rate last night, 27.9, 27.6. It's not even the times. It's just how he goes to the line and what he's got left in him. And he just seems to have a lot left in him. So... Uh, look, he, he, whatever beats him next week is going to be winning the derby, I feel. Uh, better Eclipse, terrific from a long way back. Rock and Roll Do was you know, very good as well with Longfellow. Uh, but look, Act Now, uh, look, as I said, he, he's the horse to beat. I, I think clearly he's the horse to beat. He goes into the derby with uh, absolutely in peak, peak form. Well, we saw two outstanding fillies take out the heats of the Pride's Easy Feed Victoria Oaks. Uh, Beach music has has emerged this season. She'd made that made that improvement between her two and three year old days, 
And uh, she was brilliant to watch winning the first heat of the Pride's Easy Feet Oaks. And Beach Music travels sweetly. Platinum Sparkle left the 1-1. Off the back straight in 28 for the third quarter. And it's Beach Music who explodes away, turning for home and opened up a big lead. Of in second, Leah out of the blue. Then Platinum Sparkle, Doug's Bay. But Beach Music has put a big gap on them and Beach Music blows them away. Beach Music by about 12 metres. Nearly a dead heat second, Platinum Sparkle or out of the blue. Then came Doug's babe. Yeah, definitely, Josh. Yeah, no, she, um, yeah, like I stated to you last week, she, um, she's come a long way this season and, um, yeah, the, the gap has certainly bridged it a, a very, very long way. I'm going to assume that you're still team ladies in red, but the gap has been bridged. Does that make your decision potentially about who you drive tougher or is the decision not going to be yours? Um, well, I guess obviously I've got a pretty, pretty close spot in my heart for um, for ladies in red, so um, that decision's probably pretty easy. Um, you know, I guess if if this this filly drew drew the front row and drew to lead, and, and the other filly drew the back row, it's it's going to make uh, things very tough for her. Do you want David Moran there, who drives Beach Music and is the regular driver of Ladies in Red, so uh, potentially the drive on Beach Music in the final next week is up for grabs, Rob. It'll be interesting, obviously, now with Tough Tilly not qualifying, that uh, opens up an opportunity for Kate Gaff too, doesn't it? Uh, you know, uh, on, on what uh, might eventuate next week. Uh, but Beach Music, look, uh, she, she's going really well, and again, she's another one that you've pushed pretty hard the last few weeks, Danny, as a potential uh, challenger to ladies in red and also Tough Tilly. And, you know, she won at Cobram uh, a week and a half ago, and she was so impressive being the older horses, and she just brought that form to the track again last night winning the first half of the Oaks. 158-1 mile rate. She could go a quicker mile rate than ladies in red. 159-1 ladies in red. Uh, 28-1, 27-3. Did it easy at the finish. Uh, Platinum Sparkle was good running second. Out of the blue, ran a terrific race after a good performance at Maryborough, just outside track record time early in the week. Doug's babes flying at the moment. Uh, Leah was uh, had its chance, and um, look, uh, obviously tough Tilly. We'll, we'll try to get a report there from the Ben Stud crew on that tough Tilly, but certainly, uh, you know, she was well below uh, what we know she's capable of. And Beach Music's going to be one of the major players in the Victoria Oaks for sure. No doubt, tough Tilly stood down per vet's certificate, but she was well below par. Got beaten forty metres. Second heat of the Pride's Easy Feed Victoria Oaks, and you got what you expected with Ladies in Red. It's tracked up by Aliens Exist as they work their way off the back straight. It's Ladies in Red from Joanna, the margins a metre. As they step on the gas now, Treachery third, then came Dancing Finn. Off the back straight in 28-4, so they're going to rip home now. And it's Ladies in Red on the bend from in second spot, Joanna, then Treachery, Dancing Finn. But Ladies in Red got away on Joanna, the margins out to five metres now. And then battling on behind them was Dancing Finn, but Ladies in Red's clear, holding Joanna, who's been so brave. The margin's about two metres, but Ladies in Red did it easily. Joanna's second, 15 away, Dancing Finn third from either Treachery. Um, yeah, you'd like to hope so. Yeah, she'd done it pretty arrogantly tonight, but um, I guess so did Beach Music. I'm worried about this. Every, every, everyone, everyone's talking smack. Go, Kirsten, sorry. No, you're right. No, how much was there left, um, David? Because it looked like there was plenty. They looked she looked like she still had, like, they've come home in 26-3. I mean, there wasn't a lot left, but there still looked to be something there. Yeah, definitely, yeah. She, she's a pretty casual little girl. Like, she only does what she has to do. So um, I'm, I'm sure if you pop the plugs, um, you know, 
she'd, she'd find a bit more. I didn't really... I didn't want to really go too hard. Treachery uh, got a flat tyre going into the first turn, so um, we thought we might as well tow her along a little bit for a while. And uh, Treachery ended up running fourth and also qualifying uh, for the final. So uh, she did what she had to do. She's very professional, Rob, ladies in red, but uh, Joanna was terrific in defeat. It, it was merely a sprint home, 28-4 and 26-3, final split. Yeah, I don't think we need to say any more about ladies in red. We, we know she's... Uh, the benchmark uh, going into this Oaks, and it will take a very good horse to beat her, no question about it. I, I'm loving the way Joanna's going. I mean, you know, you can't help thinking, you know, if Joanna happened to draw barrier one and Ladies in Red and Beach Music draw 12 and 11, that you couldn't rule Joanna out. She, she's yeah. going really well. I, I think she's I've got a live ticket in the race. It's just going to come down to barrier draws might sort of you know, decide who, who's going to be winning this race. But, uh, look, I, I haven't ruled her out. I certainly respect her. I think she's going terrific. Uh, Dancing Finn, Treachery, carry the flat tyre, and obviously uh, on the first turn. So she's gone around for a good 2,600 metres uh, or just under with a flat tyre, and she's run fourth. So we've probably got to respect her a little bit more as well. But, look, ladies in red, clearly the horse to beat. 159-1 mile rate, 28-4, and then 26-3 home last night, and she just did it so easy. Rob, uh, the feature for the Trotters was the Elder Baron Park Chris Howe Trotters free for all and Majestuoso. He's putting his hand up that uh, he might be the number one seed in the trotting ranks at the moment. He was uh, he was simply too good for his rivals. Uh, he was, Danny. He, he was. He was just uh, absolutely too good. Uh, we saw uh, a good battle for the early lead with uh, Sundon's Courage and uh, Sleepy then came ahead and took the front from Sundon's Courage. Red Hot Tooth was uh, part of that early burn and the gestuoso just took advantage, popped around with the breeze, Pink Alars made its run and, and then uh, Kate Gaff just put the uh, foot to the floor and he just ran away for a, a very impressive win, 157.3 mile rate. Defeating Sleepy, battled on really strongly. Sundon's Courage was an enormous run last night. He's ready to win. Uh, Pink Alars battled on, but uh, look, he's just lows at the moment. He, he's clearly the measuring stick when it comes to the Trotters, uh, trotters ranks. The first event, another emerging, really good quality horse is about time. He won with arrogance in the opening event. Yeah, he'd been trialling well. He was just too good. He was midfield. He popped around and uh, just uh, ran away from him. Master Moonlight tried to chase him down. Uh, Kaki knew he sat behind the leader and battled on. It's a major surprise. wasn't too far away. But about time, he's a class horse. 153.9 mile rate uh, last night. Uh, 28.5, 27.4 home. And uh, he's a class horse and uh, many more wins in store for him. One of five winners trained by Emma Stewart on the night. David Moran with the driving honours with three. Just believe started big odds, probably belied his uh, his ability, and he won really well first up in the second. No, it was good to see him winning. He's uh, such a talented trotter. Good, good on Mick Hughes. Dude. Does a great job with his team. And Ron Petroff uh, has a really good affinity with the horse. And yeah, look, he got out to ridiculous odds, and he just ran over the top of him for a strong win. Elder Baron Test couldn't get into the race. It was a massive run coming from a mile back. Brownlow Prince did its fair share of work, battled on strong, strongly. Little Yankee was doing its best work late, but a 158.6 uh, mile rate for Just Believe, 29.7, 30.2 the last two quarters, and he's a nice horse, and he'll continue to improve and really sort of head up towards the uh, the, the, the top of the free-for-all uh, trotters at some stage in his career. Willie Go West was most impressive taking at the Allied Express pace. Now, he is a nomination for the Victoria Cup, one of 24, and he put his hand up. It was a brilliant performance. Yeah, he caught the eye last start when not having any luck. Last night he led and he just uh, was just too good. He just powered away from him. 155.5 mile rate, 
27-7, last uh, quarter. And we know that Dean Braun's had a massive opinion of this horse for a long time. And he really showed something last night that was special qualities. And, uh, yeah, look, we can't rule him out whether he gets a start's another thing. We act now, silent major, all tried hard. But uh, he was just too classy, really, go west. He's a very good horse. And the last of it on the card, this is the one all the drama was about that kept us there a bit longer. Uh, photo between steel screens and concealment. It was an odd-looking photo because concealment carries his head so very low and steel screens always carries his head so very high. And in the end, it made it so very difficult uh, for a decision that took up to about 35 minutes before the result was declared. Just think of all the overtime, yeah. Danny, I uh, had a race oh, yeah. home and I, I beat you home, so it was pretty good, I thought. Um, still screens, <laughs> uh, yeah, he just got there from concealment. I didn't know that you were still sitting there in the box there for 45 minutes waiting for that photo to be uh, announced. But well done to Ashley Herbertson. Concealment, second. Arden Rowan Oaks battled on well. They went a 153 nine mile race. Next week, Group 1 Prides Easy Feed Victoria Cup, Group 1 Lather Up Victoria Derby Final, Group 1 Prides Easy Feed Victoria Oaks, Group 1 Elderberry Park, Bill Collins Trotter Sprint, plus the home field, also the Vic Bread Platinum. Uh, it's a super program next Saturday night at Bendigo, and we'll do it all again. Rob, thank you. You can go back to bed. I'm off to Cranbourne. Have a great day. Happy harvesting, everyone.